Welcome to Take a Break, the podcast where we take a moment each week to discuss movies. I'm William. I'm Henry. And this week we are continuing our Remembrance Month. Of war? past. Of the past. Movies? Movies? Of war. Of war, yeah. War movies. War movies. War movies. We got there. Yeah, yeah. The last two movies that we watched was uh, Saving Private Ryan and Platoon. Platoon. And those ones are more historically accurate towards things. This one? Nah. nah. Let's go kill Hitler. <laughs> Literally, let's kill Hitler. Uh, we took a look at uh, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Not the original Inglorious Bastards, but 2009's Quentin Tarantino's Inglorious well, Bastards. Brad Pitt. With good old Pitts. As you didn't know, uh, Inglorious Bastards was directed and written by Quentin Tarantino, who is pretty well known. He's done stuff like. Reservoir Dogs. Django. Django Unchained. Kill Bill. Death Proof. Pulp Fiction. And Jackie Brown. And Glorious Bastards. Ambassadors of the Inglorious. Yeah. See? See? That's what we watched. So this, was this the first time you've seen this movie? Yeah. Have you seen any Tarantino films before? Yeah. I have watched Django Unchained in theaters two times. It was good. Good stuff. Good. He's a, a great lot writer. Of, a lot of shooting. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of pew pew, fucker. It, it will... His movies usually are like a lot of talking, and then, and then yeah, shooting randomly shooting, and then more talking, and then shooting. This one didn't have <laughs> as much shooting. No, no, like the, it's there's an amount, but yeah. like not big. And when it, but I think he, he does tastefully though. In this have you one. watched uh, Django? I haven't watched Django yet. Oh man, there's I haven't so seen much, his last two movies. So much shooting in that one. Oh, I heard. So yeah, the uh, the movie was uh, just like Saving Private Ryan, only on a seven million dollar budget. Seventy. Seventy. And it grossed three hundred twenty-one point five million. That's a profit right there. Yeah, it's his highest-grossing film of all time that he's ever directed. His highest critically acclaimed film of all time as well. I wonder how much Brad Pitt made. Probably a lot. Probably like sixty million of that seventy million. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was paid there. <laughs> the budget was his money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. I guess. Uh, We're gonna dive into it. Dive into it. <laughs> Into the water we know as Germany, which is a land. No, we're not even going. There. No, no. We're in France, dude. We're the in entire France. time. The entire time we're in France. And except one moment we're in we're America. In, we're or no, we're not even. We're in England. We're never in America. No. I mean, Americans came. Wait, we, you no, know, we were in America. When we cut to, to Brad Pitt and his platoon, they were in America before they went into France, were they? Wasn't he debriefing in America? I don't know what you're talking about. Let's just get into it. Okay. <laughs> cool. Alright, so movie opens. You see a man working hard. Well what I got provide what? What I got here is that Unlike most films, yeah. this one is broken into chapters. Yes. Which I really like. So the first thing you see is the intro credits. Uh, then you get chapter one, Once Upon a Time, in a Nazi-occupied France. <laughs> oh, I laughed at that when I saw that. I don't know why. <laughs> what a great beginning to a Disney movie. <laughs> so we enter France, Germany. Yeah. France, Germany. France, Germany. Germany, France. We see a hardworking man working for his family. Just, you know. Are you just reading the philosophy of no, Wikipedia? No, I'm not. It says, the first thing it says in Wikipedia is interrogates dairy farmer. But okay. no. Yeah, I, no, yeah. We get yeah. A, uh, a nice France farmland. Yeah. He's just, I think he was chopping wood, wasn't he? Yeah, he was chopping wood while wood. I think his daughters was were doing laundry. doing laundry in that. And then a bunch of Nazis came. They're up to no good. Start making trouble in his neighborhood. <laughs> One little fight. And his daughter just got scared. scared. Said, "You're stop hiding these fucking Jews under the bridge or whatever under, under the, the house. stairs." Yeah, <laughs> stairs yeah. Okay, so we see a man chopping wood and his daughter just doing yes. the laundry, hanging things, and then we see a group of uh, like, soldiers. Yeah, you can't tell what they are, but you assume they're Nazis because it introduces what the uh, once upon a time a Nazi occupied yeah, France. Yeah, so, <laughs> so they're Nazis or they're Frenchmen. Yeah. 
the uh, farmer. He shoes his uh, daughters inside. And then uh, we meet the main antagonist, uh, besides Hitler, uh, Christoph Waltz. Uh, Hans. Hans is his name in the movie. Solo. I'm, I'm going to call him Waltz. We call him Solo. Hans, Hans Christoph Waltz Solo. Yeah. I have a note here that uh, Christoph Waltz, he is very polite and terrifying. In real life? No, just in this movie. He's oh. very polite and nice. That's and terrifying at the same time. That's all Nazis. This is like in media. Yeah. Like in games and everything. They're... Well, like the most recent uh, Wolfenstein 2, they show the, when they show the trailer at E3. Yeah. When they're in the, at the cafe and the Nazi shows up and he's very polite and nice. And yeah. That. But then he pauses. I think, I swear to God, had this the, the character in Wolfenstein must have been based off of Hans. Of Hans's character, uh, Hans in the, this movie. Probably. And like he just walks up and he like starts interrogating the guy. And then he laughs. But like in a nice way. Yeah, like he, he interrogates polite, him. Yeah. He interrogates him, kind of gets a little serious. It gets kind of terrifying. And then, and then he, he laughs it joke. off. Yeah, and then makes yeah. a joke. That is Christoph Waltz's character and almost every other lieutenant Nazi in this movie. They're like that. Yeah. They're like jokey, jokey, get serious, and then laugh it off. Yeah, exactly. Because they're always so suspicious. Yeah. But then they're they're just like, haha. So is it true? <laughs> Are you Jewish? Yeah. <laughs> Are you but hiding the Jews? He was literally just, just being scary and just being intimidating. And then just sits down. He's like, can I have a glass of milk instead? And then he was just being like a, a tip, like nice guy. Just going like, oh he yeah. Switches, so he switched out like his um, persona. Yeah. Like he's, he's trying to be buddy, buddy. And uh, like definitely in this scene, he's like trying to be friends, friendly, right? Yeah. He switches over to English claiming that he can't speak much French, even though though the movie he speaks great French. Uh, fun well, fact, too, with Christoph Waltz, he actually can speak, like, seven different languages. Really? Yeah. Well, like, the reason why he switched to English is because he didn't want the downstairs people to know. Yeah, and then he even mentioned, too, is like, are they downstairs? Like, he yeah. asked them where they were after and then the he's whole like, thing. I'm going to switch back to French now. Yeah, and like, he even says in English, too, he's like, we're going to yeah. switch back in French, we're going to act like normal, everything's normal. Yeah. And then when he is speaking French... He leads on that the girls are coming back in, but it's actually the soldiers, and they just immediately right off the bat just start shooting up the floor. Yep. So you have like a almost like a 15, 20 minute dialogue scene, which was amazing. Nothing happened. It's just you're just getting the idea of who Christoph Waltz's character is. I just thought it was like great how they they like depict depict is that the word depicted depicted the um the German. It was just they're like polite people. But they terrifying. are terrifying. Yeah, because they like if they find one thing, they're just like that. They don't approve that's of. That's fucking weird. They'll slaughter you. Yeah. over it. And what you see later down the road with uh in the tavern as well yeah. too, when the one guy joins up with the group and he's suspicious because the the one just, just accent, accent doesn't match. Yeah. Accent's weird. Yeah, that accent's weird. Where's your accent yeah. from? And like then, anything suspicious. Yeah. But they just all seem so high and mighty, too. Oh, I also have a thing here, too. Did you know that uh, English is only spoken for not even, like almost 30% of this entire film? Yeah, I didn't. They use German and French for the majority of the film. Yeah, I remember reading then, a lot of subtitles. Yeah, 30% is only English. Yeah. yeah. And it's all Brad Pitt. It's all Brad Pitt. <laughs> it's all and Brad Pitt. And his Tennessee accent. <laughs> it was pretty good. I liked it. I liked it. They shoot up the floor, and one of the uh, Jewish girl, Jewish kids... I guess runs away, and Christoph Waltz instead of shooting her, he says au revoir. Yeah, he just says bye. But like, I don't think he can get a shot. I think he was trying to that aim for a, a shot, and he realized yeah. I can't get it. Yeah, it's like it's a pistol. You're not gonna snipe her. Yeah. So he had, he had an opportunity, yeah. but he waited a little too long. Yeah, and he's like, mm, okay, fuck it. I wonder if he wrote it off. Like, yeah, they all died. They all died that day. Probably. It's yeah. like it's like it was one 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 person who gets yeah. a shit right. Yeah. Is one uh, they killed the majority of them right. I like how he uh, here when uh, the French the French uh, farmer uh, pulls out. He asks if he's okay if he smokes a pipe. He smokes a pipe, and then Christoph Waltz is like, "Is it okay if I smoke from my pipe?" A and he's pipe. this huge pipe yeah. out of his pocket, yeah. just, just, just like, like fucking Mary Poppins. Yeah. Just, whoop. There, there's my pipe. That was so funny. And then after after that scene, we get Chapter Two. Yeah. Uh, Inglorious Bastards, which they spell with an E, not an A. Mm-hmm. So it's not a swear word. And this is where we're introduced to uh, Brad Pitt as uh, Lieutenant... Is it Rain? Riddler? Rain, yeah. Joker? Apache. Apache Rain. That's his nickname. Let's just call him Apache. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I haven't been known as Pitt. So we have Brad Pitt. We're introduced to him and his ragtag group of guys who are in France right now. I can't remember what they do. 
the part. I know they cut to Hitler, and Hitler's talking about about the Inglorious Bastards. You know what? I like? And the Bear Jew. <laughs> I like how cool that thing is. Like how they just randomly just come back. Yeah. Two different things. Yeah. I have it down here, like um, where the moments with flashbacks. Yeah, exactly. Where, like there'd be like a dialogue scene where, where we meet um the girl that survives the uh Christoph Waltz first thing that first encounter that we see him. Yeah. She's a, a key character later on in the movie. And when she sees Christoph Waltz again, she has a flashback, and it just—it's just a hard cut to her running and screaming, and then cuts yeah. back. It's so good. It's so like some of the cuts are random too. Like in the tavern later, you just—you just see that guy, the the guy that killed like thirteen of his his the German soldiers. Yeah, big big guys. He's just he's just chilling there in the bar. He's got mad. He closes he's, his eyes. Like, he gets tortured. He, look, he has opens like a, his eyes. He has like a really pissed off face. He's yeah. not making any eye contact with anybody. Yeah. And then cuts and it's him getting whipped and cuts back to him and he's just like, <laughs> and he looks up. <laughs> like, like, yeah. <laughs> That's just his mind the whole time. The Tarantino is a great visionist and his editor, he's had the same editor all the way until the most recent film he did. Yeah. Uh, her last film that he she edited for Tarantino was Django Unchained. Mm-hmm. She's a fucking genius when it comes to editing her comedic timing it's so dark comedy yeah but it it works so well and it's so random it catches you off guard and you just have to laugh yeah. at the situation it's just like why the fuck were you even thinking of that <laughs> you're in a bar drinking it's so funny <laughs> you, you see him like what i wonder what he's thinking of you zoom in ah get out of here go back yeah so yeah we get the uh the hard cut of uh hitler talking about how the bear jew is a golem and they're trying to insist that he's not a golem Bear Jew's like, he's just normal dude. Yeah, he just, just beats people. He's Eli Roth, man. Yeah. And then, uh, so um, Brad Pitt is pretty much talking about some of the uh, the bastards. So this is a way to get a breakdown of some of the key characters that are going to be semi-important throughout they the film. They only did break through one, didn't they? They only cut to one. They, what they do is they mention one guy um, who's the translator. They mention his name. Oh, yeah. Um, they mention... Then you get a cut about the Bear Jew. Yeah, no. And then... No, you don't get a cut about the Bear Jew. Well, you get Hitler talking about the Bear Jew. Yeah, which you gives get... you, which Because what the way it's supposed to be is that everybody's... Like, the Inglorious Bastards are known among the Nazi army. Yeah. So he mentions a couple names of the key four to five people. Yeah. So you get um, the uh, the main guy. He mentions the name, uh, the translator. Yeah. And he's like, yes, we all know who he is. He's a Jewish soldier who becomes... What should we call it? He becomes a part of the... He's a Jewish person who becomes part of who immigrates to America and becomes a soldier. Yeah, a Polish Jew, I think he was. Uh, then they mentioned the Bear Jew via the cut to Hitler and him ranting and raving. Yeah, it's like it's like a custom. He's like, die, 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 yeah. Die. Yeah. No, that's not right. He is a monster. <laughs> He's a golem. <laughs> and then we get um, the flashback of a uh, uh, Hugo Stiglitz. Yeah, the dude, the dude the guy that got killed, whipped. Yeah, the guy, the guy we were talking about earlier in the tavern. Did you know that um, in the new Wolfenstein reboot, yeah. that BJ Blazkowicz? Reboot? I thought it was. The, it's. That was two. The two thousand and nine, the two thousand and nine oh, oh, onward oh. one. Yeah. Um, from uh, the new, the new order, the old blood, and new Colossus. Mm-hmm. That BJ Blazkowicz is based off of Stiglitz's character. Oh shit! Like even even the actor, like his look, it looks almost identical to the actor. They tried to convince the Nazi lieutenant yeah, to, to point, point out, out where, where the artillery and the snipers are in the next Yeah, and town. all the soldiers. And he refuses. And then we get the threat of the bear chew. You hear the baseball bat hanging off the, uh, the it's bridge. just leading up to something. And it was like, that's just a normal dude. It's just some dude, right? Yeah, like, like the trying to like ramp it up. Like you imagine, like this dude who's like all scarred yeah. up and shit like that. And he's got some some it's dude. Fucking, it's just fucking Eli Roth. Yeah, some dude <laughs> it's just Eli Roth, man. Comes out, he's like batter up, smacks his fucking skull in. I have a quote here though, where uh, Brad Pitt um, <laughs> trying to terrify him, right? Because he tries to use that. He's like, take your wiener schnitzel finger <laughs> and point it down. Yeah. On the thing. But yeah, you get you get uh, Eli Roth who comes out. Which, if do you know who Eli Roth is? Yeah. No. He's the director of Cabin Fever and Hostel. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He's friends with um, Tarantino. That's why I got this part. He apparently uh, directed a couple of the scenes. Don't know which scenes, but he directed a few of them. But yeah, he comes up and he does this huge spiel about um, uh, like a baseball terms, and he hits the guy. He's like, hits the guy, cracks him in the head, starts pounding his head in with the with the baseball bat, and he's like, "It's like, like it'll be two hits." 
me hitting you and you hitting the ground. And he's like, he's talking about how he's like, he's bad. He's like, it's out of there. Yeah. And then he points to another guy. And he's like, you. The guy gets up to run. run. Gets shot. And it's like, why'd you shoot him? That's <laughs> so funny. So they grab the next oh, guy man. and they're about to to beat him. But he, he, he immediately just points out where everyone is. Pitt asks him uh, what he's going to do with his uniform. And he's like, I'm going to burn it. And he's like, oh, I'm afraid that you're, you're going to say that. And then they carve uh, the swastika into his forehead. Yeah. So they'll always know that he was a German. Yep. (laughs) That was such a a great scene. Oh, man. You left out the part where, like, Brad Pitt's, like, fucking... His thing is that, hey, we're going to skin those heads. Oh, yeah. When when he's first introduced, he's talking about... It shows them all scraping off the the scalps. And he's, like... Because when he's introduced, he's recruiting people. Yeah. And he's talking about how... They collect scalps he wants a a thousand scalps 100 100 100 scalps from each of everybody and he wants those scalps yeah so everybody's peeling scalps off of all the (laughs) dead nazis it's so funny it's so dark and 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 then i'm gonna i'm gonna cut to later fucking at the very end when they shoot that guy with with hans oh yeah 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 that guy and brad brad's just like oh yeah so uh what should we do with the with the other guy? And the other guy's like, oh, I don't know. While he's peeling the head off. That other guy's like, this is a normal just, day. Just like, just I, don't, I don't know, man. It's everyday life for yeah. me. Yeah. Right, Imagine gonna... if there was soldiers actually like that in right? the war. <laughs> Saving Private Ryan's just yeah. that scouting yeah. people. <laughs> we got to go. Hold on. I'm almost done. I'm done, man. We got yeah. to get this for Apache. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to cut back. All right. So we get to the next chapter. Chapter three uh, called The German Night in Paris. Mm-hmm. We see a Jewish girl. Um, the Jewish girl. The Jew- Jewish you girl. You don't know that she was Jewish. No, no. But you, you see, you see. oh well, yeah, she was from the Jewish family. No, but you don't but know at this, her At this time, you don't know it's the same yeah. girl. But you see the girl who's the same girl that Christoph Waltz lets away, let, let go. Um, the actress's name is Melanie Laurent. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to call her Melanie. I don't remember her actual name in the, the movie. It began with an S. That's all I remember. It's like show Santa. Yeah. We'll call her Susanna. Susanna. So Susanna, uh, she's owned cinema. Yeah. And we get Daniel Brawl. Brawl? I don't know if you recognize them. The one that was hitting on her. Yeah. He's, um, wasn't he from, is he in the Marvel Universe? Yeah. He plays what's Zemo, right? Zemo in uh, the Civil War. Yeah. yeah. I hate Zemo. Zemo. Zemo hates you too. Good. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he spends most his entire time in the movie is him hitting on her. Yeah, pretty much. Literally, what it is. That's all it is. He he hits on her, convinces her. Uh, she's at, wait at, at a uh, a cafe or something. Yeah, so he hits on her. At the, she at the she was like, no before that. Like he hits on her as she's like putting the um the movie new new movie out. Yeah, and he's just hitting on her, and she's like, no thanks. And then she's like, I'm gonna go inside now. I noticed because he asked her for help uh, to help. To help her, help her out. put her out, but and she, she refuses know. it. There's a this part too. You see the uh, projectionist walk by, yeah, and he's a black guy. Yeah, and I, was, I saw that. And I'm like, hey, that black guy in this time of age in occupied uh, Nazi occupied France will probably be dead by now. No, I think they're alright. They no, I remember learning Nazis in school that um, that they were like pretty much enslaved and killed, just really? like the Jewish. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were handicaps. Like... Jewish and blacks were pretty much slaughtered. Handicaps? Yeah. Anybody who wasn't deemed perfect. Oh, shit. Yeah. But yeah. But then they do come around later in the movie where they actually acknowledge him. Yeah. They do call him. Oh, you have a... uh, You have a... N-word. N-word. Employed. Yeah. They're just like... They they mention that she has him employed and... Hans was just like... What does he do? Yeah. He's (laughs) like, oh, protectionist. And then uh, the one guy's like, oh, that's, that's... that, work. that makes that sense. Yeah. That's a good career for them. Yeah. <laughs> like, he wasn't like mean or anything. But he's yeah. like, oh, nice. Just just questioning. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, that's rare. That's yeah. a rare thing to see. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they go to the cafe. Uh, Zemos finds uh, Susanna. Susan. There. Walks in, talks to her. She says she's annoyed by him. Yeah. Then yeah. these people walk up and start talking to him in German. And the idea is like, we're supposed to be... So we get no we're, subtitles. We get, yeah, you get into her mind. Yeah, so everything's done from her perspective. This entire scene, or this part of the chapter, is from uh, her perspective. So she only understands French. So anytime someone's speaking German, we don't know what's going on. So we don't get the information before she does. And so like he's like 
getting hugged, applaud, praise, all that kind of stuff. People, this couple come up to him, ask him for an autograph and all that kind of stuff. And then it's revealed that she's confused. She doesn't understand what's going on, why he's getting all this attention. And it turns out that he is a... War hero. A Nazi war hero who killed hundreds? Two hundred, apparently. Two hundred and fifty American soldiers in a bell tower. In Italy. Yeah, and, um, and they're making a movie of him. And they're making a the movie of him, and they cast him to be the main role. Yeah, as propaganda. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and she, she was disgusted by this, so she just left. And he was like, oh, why? Why you leave? After that, yeah. we she leaves, and then she starts putting her new banner up for a new movie. And then the Germans came by. Oh, yeah. And like, then they, they asked her to go in the car. Yeah, yeah, the, we have the one that comes... Uh, there's the... The lieutenant soldier that we that you see again in the tavern, yeah, and his his little lackey guy, yeah. and the lackey guy was funny. Like uh, he, he was like, oh, he was so he was so sketchy, like like uh, skittery, yeah, and he was like, and so stiffered ridges. Like he'll grab the door, talk to the guy, come back over, move three feet, talk to her, move three feet, talk to him, move three feet. Talk no, to her. it's because he didn't know what was going on. I think only the lieutenant knows, yeah. knew what was he, going on because he was just like, is just, she coming with us? He's like he's like trying trying to translate yeah. for the two of them, and then eventually the uh, the guy in the black the lieutenant just tells her in French to get her ass in the car. Yeah, <laughs> so and she then, does. And then the dude was like, "Okay, guess she's going with us." <laughs> yeah, gets in the driver's seat, drives. You get up, you get to the um, like a banquet, and then you see the her admirer, the the guy that killed two hundred fifty people, Zemos. Zemos was uh, sitting there, said, "Oh, you got my um, invitation," and she's like. That's an invitation? <laughs> you forced me here. Yep. And then, like, yeah, he starts, like, selling her to the, um, like, selling her her, her theater yeah, cinema. to a director to get him to have his premiere. movie premiere there. Yeah. There. And then, there, there's another cutscene. That's when you get Christoph Waltz walks in, and that's when you get the flashback. Nope. Other oh, cutscene. No. Other cutscene as you, as you learn about the producer... And then you, oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's a weird ass one. So so they're introducing these new four characters. Yeah, uh, who like they introduce who the guy is that brought her over. They introduce the director and then the director's uh, translator. Translator. Yeah. And then it cuts to that she's pretty much a sex slave for him. Yeah. <laughs> Translate. Yeah. Cut scenes to doggy style. <laughs> and him like yeah. speeding sweat and her yeah. unamused. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like loud. And then it cuts back and she's just like. It's a quick like two. Like not even a full like two seconds. Yeah. And it cuts back. Gone. Okay. God, that was so funny. <laughs> Weird. So then Han shows up. That's when we get the flashback. Yeah. She gets super scared because she's like, he's going to kill me now. Yeah. Why? Because everyone left the room, and Han well, specifically to, wanted to talk to her. Everybody's about to get up and leave. She's about to get up and leave. He sits her down. She, he refuses, and then uh, Zemos questions like, why he wants to talk to her, and then he threatens him. Yeah, Han is just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like you're questioning yeah. a higher officer? Yeah. You know that I can kill you? Nothing's going to happen. Yeah. So sits he down, leaves. Orders crepes. Yeah, order, orders them. Or asks, not crepes, what's it called? Danishes. Yeah, um, asks if she's ever had a Danish from that restaurant. She says no. They ordered Danishes. He orders then, himself espresso and gives her milk. Yeah, which was yeah. like, hey, I know who you are. Remember when I killed your parents yeah. down there? Because he's supposed to be like Batman. He's supposed to be the big Batman detective of uh, the Nazis. He's yeah. Nazi Batman, minus the bats. Minus the bats. Yeah. More swastika. More swastika. Just, just throwing swastika man rings instead. <laughs> I was going to say, he, isn't Batman the thing that he fears the most? So wouldn't he be like Jewish? Oh, <laughs> Jewish like man? Like the Star of David everywhere. His life would be the Star of David. <laughs> yeah. But uh. yeah, um, he does that, questions her, normal questions, but then asks about her parents and like where they're from and everything. Yeah, what and happened to them? Yeah, he just, he completed the checklist and she was fine. So he was just like, all right, cool. But he had one more question for her, but he forgot about it. So he was like, Oh, he played it up. Like, yeah. like he probably knew what it was, but he played it up as I can't remember what the question is, and he put yeah. out the cigarette in his Danish. Yeah, that he didn't finish, and the entire time she only ate one bite of the Danish, and he kept eating his. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I don't know if he knew it was her or not. I had a feeling. I think he had a feeling. Yeah, but he was like, because he looked at her long enough while she was running away. They're probably like, all right, I get, I get your body type. Yeah. Because he explains like in the start of the movie when when the Jewish are hiding, they hide as if how a nazi thinks they yeah. would hide 
and a German soldier thinks of where they would hide yeah. if they were in that situation, while he thinks how a Jewish person would think. Yeah. And, like, so he, the victim. He thinks of how the prey would think, because he's, like, supposed to be the master hunter. They call him the Jewish hunter. Or the Jew hunter, I think is what they call him. Yeah, but, like, he, and then later he says he doesn't even, like, care for the name, because he just, he just good at hunting. Yeah, he enjoys the act of hunting yeah. prey. He's good at it, and that we get some off, and it just, it just happens, happens that, that he's Jews. chosen to hunt down Jews. Yeah, yeah. But then after that, um, yeah, go ahead. She meets up with her, uh, her boyfriend. boyfriend. Um, they talk about how uh, they, the two of them, can keep the place from burning down. So they're going to choose to burn it down and kill all the Nazis in it at once. And then we get Samuel L. Jackson, who also narrated the uh, Stiglitz this part. What the hell? That's, Samuel L. Jackson was that's here? That's Samuel L. Jackson. He's just the voice of uh, of the narration for the flashbacks and that. Damn it. So he gives us a narration, which I learned this as well. I didn't even hear his lisp. You didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there was no, no Jackson lisp. <laughs> yeah, there's no Jackson lisp. He didn't say motherfucker once in this. Yeah, he, he didn't say planes <laughs> or motherfucker. Or snakes. Yeah, or snakes. God. But yeah, he um, gives a really great explanation of nitrate film. And how oh. it's completely dangerous. Yeah. I remember I went to um, film school roughly around when this movie came out. And we learned about ni- why nitrate film is not used anymore. And it's Why were they it's, used? Because it's the only way, it was the only substance you could use to make the film. They didn't have anything as a substitute at the time. Oh. Lit. Literally. They, tra- they explain that nitrate film is extremely flammable. And they actually show a real film reel from an old commercial thing about how you can't carry it on public transit and that. Because mm-hmm. it's flammable. Fun fact about myself. In film college, university, what do you want to call it? Uh, a friend of mine and us, we ended up using a production company called Burning Nitrate. And it was a film reel. The logo was a film reel that was cut on fire. Nice. <laughs> that's, what we, that's what we called ourselves for a while. Nice. So we get to chapter four. Operation Kino. We meet Michael Fassbender, Sexy. also known as I, I have Magneto. Here, I have here, we get Mike Myers. There it is. And That's the guy. Sexy Fassbender. <laughs> Fucking Mike Myers. Could not awesome powers figure himself. out where Mike Myers was until I saw that scene. I'm like, is that Mike Myers? No, that's not mm-hmm. Mike Myers, but it was Mike Myers. It's Mike Myers. I wish they didn't put his name on the intro credits. Yeah, well. There you they go. just had it as a cameo. That would be funny. He was a cameo. It pretty much was. Yeah. But yeah, he gives a uh, fast mender. Well, first he mission. asks him all about like... Oh, his life. Yeah, his life and how if yeah. he actually knows film. And he, he explains that he wrote... He had two books published about um, Nazi propaganda films and that. And he's a massive film buff. And he went to film school or some yeah. or equivalency. So he like fits the description and they debriefed him. They give him the mission that he's supposed to meet up with the, the bastards. And then he's supposed to meet a British spy played by Diane Kruger to figure out uh, which movie theater they're going to bomb. Also, fact that did you know Fassbender is also German Irish? I know he's German. Yeah, he's German Irish. His um. Do all these people have to like learn the language? Everyone in this movie could like speak French. Everybody was fluent. Yeah. Like, like um, Diane Kruger's German. So they didn't, they didn't have to learn. They just yeah they yeah, they, they speak. Fluent, um, yeah. Christoph Waltz is German. He just and. He just knows different languages, yeah. so they utilize that. Yeah. Diane Kruger is German. Uh, the Americans are all legit Americans. Michael Fassbender is Irish-German descent. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everybody in this movie, is besides besides Mike Myers, is playing their true nationality. Brad Pitt. Mike Myers is a Canadian playing a British guy. Brad Pitt. <laughs> Freaking love his accent. <laughs> it was legit. He's so, he's so good at doing yeah. accents. It was so good. Have you seen um uh the Guy Ritchie film Snit uh Snatch? No. Snatch? Snitch? Uh, Snatch. No. He plays <laughs> Brad Pitt's in it, and he plays a gypsy mm-hmm. who's using a really butchered Irish accent, mm-hmm. and he does it way too well. You can't even understand what he's saying. Oh, <laughs> it's <man>. so good. <laughs> his Tennessee accent is just so. It's so like it's so deep. It's 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 a stereo. It's what other people think Americans sound yeah. like. Yeah, <laughs> the accent's so deep. It's amazing. Um, Anyways, they jump ahead um, a little while. Fastbenders with uh, they the bastards. Uh, they find out that the tavern's a basement tavern. Uh, Brad Pitt gives an entire spiel about how it was a stupid choice. 
because Pitt and his crew are all about going in and just guns blazing, killing every single not Nazi that they find. Nazi. Nazi. Uh, and Passman's like, no, this is not what it's about. Um, and it's all up to her. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, I guess and who th- died? Everybody. <laughs> everybody but her. Yeah. But we get down there. We have a moment where you see Diane Kruger, um, who is also a national treasure. She oh. plays the love interest. Uh, conversing with a group of Nazi soldiers. Nazis. Nazi soldiers playing the heads up game. Yeah. They're playing Ellen DeGeneres' iPhone app heads up. <laughs> yeah. Pre Ellen DeGeneres. No, no. She wrote that. She made this. She was oh, alive yeah? at this time. Nice. She was one of the soldiers who didn't notice stuff. it. Ancient stuff. <laughs> Ancient stuff. But they're playing heads up. That's when Fastbender and BJ Blaskowitz and the the translator, can't remember the me. Translator. Uh, come okay. down. And it's so sad, though, because, like, out of the bastards, besides Brad Pitt, those two characters were probably the best characters. Right? Especially BJ. He they was could, probably far the best. They could have survived the entire movie. Yeah. I would have been happy with it. They could have wrecked house. Yeah, just the two of them. At the end scene, they could have wrecked house. Oh, man. Instead of, ha- like, having them two instead of Eli Roth yeah. and that, just going through, they were just went in through their guns blazing, killing yeah. everybody hand by hand, right? Yeah. They don't even the fire. Yeah. Locked the doors, start stabbing everybody. They come down the stairs. Immediately when the soldiers see that lieutenants and, and the colonels are coming down the stairs, they it's immediately loot. jump up and salute. It fucking you can see that it scares the bastards and Michael Fassbender. Mm-hmm. They just stop and freeze and they like, just stare oh, like fuck. deer in headlights like uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah and they, they do this yeah. loop okay, back, right? Cool. And then uh Diane Kruger breaks the tension between the two groups, uh, and then sits down with them. They order whiskey. And then uh, they have, they're trying to have a conversation. And then that's when um, one of the soldiers from the table, Willem. Just had a baby. Just had, just had a baby. Celebrating his, you know, mm, his day off, his baby. Max. Maximilian. Maximilian comes keeps, over. Keeps interrupting, asking the, yeah. the actress for, like, autograph and to talk to her. Yeah. Michael Fassbender gets pissed. He's like, no, you are not a lieutenant. Get out of the He tries game. to play his role. Yeah. Justifiably. Daddy of Max was like, oh, hey, yeah, yeah. where's your accent from? It's weird. Yeah. Oh, well, your accent sounds but, like a he lot. wasn't like suspicious. He was just like, that's he's weird. drunk and confused. Yeah. He's drunk. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, where are you from? Yeah, I never heard that accent yeah, before. That's weird, man. He's just being a drunk observational yeah. person, right? He plays it off. He's like, the other guy was like, BJ, whatever. Yeah. Which is like, hey, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. I'll fucking kill you. Blaskovitz is all like, I don't care. You're a yeah. Nazi. I'm going to scalp you. Yeah. You're going to fucking die. Yeah. And, and then, then that's when we get. That's when out of the shadows comes another Nazi creeping <laughs> from the corner. The guy from uh, earlier that convinces um, uh, Susanna to go into the car. wasn't convinced. It was just get your fucking ass yes, in the car. <laughs> convinces. Yeah. Persuades. Yeah. Let's say. Uh, comes gets out up of nowhere. And questions the accent. And then they go they spiel that he's from a small town just off the side of the mountains. And gets away with it. Laughs it off. Everyone la- So many... Do Nazis just laugh all the time? I think... I think... They're so... They're so evil. Yeah. That it's like... <laughs> they know what the fuck you're up to, but they'll pretend like they don't. And yeah. they'll just laugh They'll go out. along with it. Yeah. They'll, they'll go, go along with it. it. They're like, ha ha! That's like... Hilar- I'm gonna kill fucking you. Kill you. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill yeah. you. I'm gonna kill you. You're gonna you. fucking die. So they play the heads up game. Yeah. Um, well, like... I don't... No, like he's probably like low key suspicious still. I think the after idea, the initial like, oh yeah, we understand where your accent's from, but he's still like suspicious because he wants to. Well, sit like, when he table. comes up there, he when he mentions their names, like the lieutenants, yeah. he mentions the region their accents from. Yeah. So when he mentions uh, Blaskovitz, he gives the, the region where his accents from, and then when he mentions the other guy, the translator, he's like lieutenant, and then the region he's from, and he's like, "Where's your accent from?" And they do the whole questioning thing, and then I guess to get the feel of the group. Um, he plays a game with them, and I guess to see if it if they're gonna still be uncomfortable, if something's gonna slip. Yeah. Right. So he plays the game with them. They try to get out of the game after he wins King Kong. Yeah. Fastbender was just like, "All right, that's cool. It's, it's we, play, we, we play. We played your game. Round. We play one round. This is done. Go off. Do your own thing. We want to do our own thing." Dude was just like, "I don't fucking have to. I don't have to listen to you." And then he's just like, right. I'm just kidding. Like, 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 he even turns to like, like, he pretty much calls, calls, calls him out. He's like, I don't have to do a, a fucking lick of what you said. Yeah. Um, I will only leave if, uh, if Diane we, Kruger yeah, wants him, me to leave. Yeah. Which her name's like Hammerfelt or something and like that. And she's like, no, nah, that's cool. No, you can stay. Yeah. 
and then he laughs it off. He's like, oh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just pulling a chain, himself. but let's have one more drink yeah. each. Um, and he pays for a round of the finest whiskey that they have. And then Fastbender, uh, she, he says no. Kruger says no. And then Fastbender goes to say three. But he makes the gesture of the wrong three. He does the British and American three and not the Nazi three. The British three is the three main fingers minus the pinky. Well, the Nazi three is your pointy, middle, and thumb. Pulls a gun to under a table to his dick. Pointing at his <laughs> testicles, as he yeah. says. Fastbender pulls a gun to his dick. Well, Fastbender reveals. I don't think his, his gun has been always to his dick. I think he's just saying that because the barkeeper would have seen. Well, like, well, it's underneath the table. Oh, so I nobody guess. would see. Yeah. So Fastbender says that his gun, ever since the uh, soldier sat down, his gun's been pointed at his dick the entire time. And then Blaskovitz stands just, up and yeah. takes a dick, sticks a gun right Look, into his It's dick. right here! <laughs> He's like, oh, and this gun, too. And he gets up and just yeah. right in his dick. I ain't gonna fucking miss. And then the Nazi soldier it's like, oh, this mentions is- that um, doesn't matter what happens. Because they give him a say, it's like, you're gonna come up and leave with us. Yeah. And he's like, no. He refuses. And he's like, out of anybody who's leaving this tavern, the two of them, Fassbender and him, are the only two that are not going to leave. They're both going to die. Yeah. So Fassbender breaks, starts speaking in his British accent, says that um, there's a special place in hell for people who don't finish a good drink. And he chugs oh, yeah, yeah, drink. He's just, no, yeah, he speaks English. Yeah, he speaks And then the other guy starts accent. speaking English, too. Yeah. So they break the, they break the German accent, uh, the German uh, voice and then uh he chugs the rest of the drink and then they shoot each other in the dick <laughs> and then a whole shootout happens yeah, in the tavern the, the, the barkeep grabs a grabs a gun so shoot on everybody yeah. <laughs> uh diane kruger gets pelted in the legs um yeah it's Only just a mass it's, it's a the thing too like a, like a, a movie like saving private ryan or something like that would make this scene like um it was like the entire scene is probably like 15 minutes dialogue and then two minutes, like not even two minutes, like a minute of gunfight. Yeah. Saving Private Ryan would have done two minutes of dialogue, 20 minutes of combat. But this shows you how fast something War. can happen, yeah. right? It's so sudden too, because like you're, like, you're sitting there, you're like, oh shit, like everything's going fine, slight tension, slight tension, gun to dick, aw oh, shit, what's yeah. going to happen? We and have- then shit happens, and you're like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. We have to fight now. <laughs> Yeah, but like as soon as the um the, the guns start going off, like ninety percent of ninety nine percent of the people are dead. Yeah. The only two that are alive is uh what that we see is Willem. Uh he's still alive with his for his son Max. He has the uh submachine gun. And then you have Brad Pitt <laughs> talking down. Yeah. <laughs> hey y'all down there <laughs> Who's Everybody. Who's still alive on our side? And you hear, you hear Diane Kruger's like, I'm alive. <laughs> who's that? <laughs> <laughs> He's such the perfect comedy yeah. comedic relief. Will's just like, is he on your side? He's like, who? He's like, her. What's her name? <laughs> yeah, she's our side. But he's like, put the gun down. <laughs> and then he comes down and he sees that he's the like, gun's pointed okay, at him. Okay, I want to... I don't even know. No, that's Russian. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's Soviet, do. but Russia. Yeah. He's just like, okay, okay, I believe you, but but I can't trust you because when you come down here, you're going to shoot me. <laughs> Brad Pitt's like, we won't shoot y'all. <laughs> Well, just put your gun down. He looked. Brad Pitt like peeks. He's like, I still see a submachine gun. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, just like, oh, I can't trust you. He's like, well then, we're gonna stay up here. We gonna grenade you. Well, so he's like, well, how how can we trust this Mexican standoff? Yeah. He's like, you don't have a gun. He's uh, like, yeah. I have guys up there with grenades. Yeah. You shoot me, they you drop got, grenades. Yeah. And he's like, oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shit. He's like, we're coming down now. So, uh. She she shoots she, she takes the initiative. Oh yeah, I think I can't, I couldn't remember. He was about to put the gun down. Yeah, he he put the gun. Yeah, down. he puts the gun down. And he Diane steps Kruger, aside, and, and that's Kruger when she lays from a her bullets. purse. Yeah. Uh, then they pick up her and they leave. They fuck yeah. off. Yeah, it cuts uh, to them being at a vet, and then they're trying um, to figure out what Brad Pitt just torturing her, was. saying, yeah. "Why the fuck did this happen? Why why were what who was Fastbender? Why did it happen? How did everybody get shot up? Because they couldn't see anything. Yeah, right." She explains the whole three thing, um, what the plan was, what they could do. Uh, they don't know German, mm-hmm. but they all know a little bit Italian. Oh, my God. I, I love that. I like Italian. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all know Italian, don't you? <laughs> all right. I'm the first best. 
So I'll, I'll be your escort. <laughs> he's second best. He'll be the camera guy. <laughs> and he's third best. He'll he'll be he'll be the assistant. I don't know Italian. That's why you're third the best. best. <laughs> <laughs> the writing in this movie is so that great. That was hilarious. I was like, oh my god. Tarantino wrote this movie so well. He's such a creator for dialogue. And he casts so well for the parts as well. Yeah. So That's weird. why you're third best. Pick up a dictionary now. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, then we get to chapter 5, Revenge of the Giant Face. Uh, right off the bat, when this starts happening, we get David Bowie, um, Cat People, playing over uh, Susanna, prepping for the premiere. Yeah. And then we get um, flashbacks, moments earlier of them prepping up the uh, the flaming thing, them making, them making the movie, yeah, all that kind of stuff, intercut with her putting her dress on, the makeup on, all that stuff. Uh, oh wait, no, we we missed another part. After after that scene, like before the scene that you're talking about, yeah. After before chapter five, after the scene of the torture, we cut back to um, Hans investigating the tavern and finding the shoe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like literally, like a quick uh, yeah. one minute part is him investigating the thing and he yeah, sees the fi- shoe. Finds the shoe. He's like, "Who wears fancy shoes?" And then he sees the napkin with her name on it. He's like. Yeah. Ah, okay. He goes around, looks at the bodies, and he's like, "There's someone. There's got to be someone missing." Yeah, and he's Finds like, "The shoe." And hey, he's like, someone's it's... missing. Yeah, but before that, he's like, "Hey, it's the fucker that killed ten of the the yeah. BJ whatever guy." He finds BJ. Bastard. He's like, "Ah, oh, you you went up in the world. Nice." <laughs> he sees that he's wearing the lieutenant guard. Yeah, he's like, yeah. "Good for you." <laughs> Such a funny character. Yeah. Him and him and Brad Pitt are both yeah, fucking I amazing. I fucking love Brad Pitt. <laughs> 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 I don't even speak it out. That's why you're third best. <laughs> Fuck, oh, I should man. say that. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, fuck. So, yeah, we get the uh, the Cat People song. Like, we get that whole intercut montage type thing. Uh, then it's the premiere. Everybody's showing up, getting his seats. Diane Kruger shows up. Uh, and then Waltz, Hans, uh, sees her and introduces himself to her. Asks about the, uh, the cask. Mm-hmm. Earlier in the previous scene... Oh they right! Discuss, oh, like, skip that. Oh, about my leg. She's she's like, what are we going to do about my leg? Yeah, because she thinks the thing's the, done. The, yeah, and the scene when he was torturing her, <laughs> she was like, "What should I say about my leg?" He's like, "Yeah, you you climb. Germans love fucking climbing, don't they? So German bro- loves kind of fucking climbing, don't they?" <laughs> it's it's. You broke. We're gonna wrap it up. He's gonna wrap it up in a cast. Yeah. You're gonna say you broke it in a mountain climbing accident <laughs> because you all Germans yeah, love. love to climb those fucking mountains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what they do. Uh, so he's investigating her, doing his little polite but yet um, Batman-esque investigation. Asks about the leg. <laughs> she goes, oh, she like pauses, hesitates. I broke it mountain climbing. <laughs> when, when that happened, the cast looks fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, this morning or yesterday. <laughs> Which mountain? There's no mountains in France. <laughs> She introduces, like, oh, that, uh, they're Italian. And then Pitt uses his hello and thank you. He <laughs> <laughs> has such a thick... It's, it's such a Western <laughs> accent. It's like, ah, oh, you're fucked now. Um, not realizing that, uh, Waltz is fluent in Italian. Yeah. And he's like, where about from Italy are you from? Yeah. And he's like, uh, hello <laughs> thank you. And then, and then there's the, there's the, where's the moment when, like, he's just like, oh, yeah, how did... How do you say this word? And then he's just he said it, and then he's like, "I don't, I forgot what it was." He asks him to say it like three or four times. Yeah, and then he just kept saying it, <laughs> like like Brad Pitt just kept saying it in the most Western way ever. He's like Geronimo. And he's like, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. What, what's your name? Because he she lists off the names, right? And yeah. he goes to each one. He's like, "What's your name?" And he says the name. And he's like, "Can you say it again?" You know, Ross says it again. He's like, "One more time." Says it. It's like, "All right, huh? what's your name?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the last guy that did not know uh, Italian at all. He just says his name, but he did the... the, the Machiri. Yeah, Machiri. With the, with, with, the, with, the, with the hand signal that uh, the freaking Italians do. They just fucking... I don't know. You squeeze all your fingers together to make one thing. Hey. Yeah, hey. hey. And, he, and he's like, oh, very good. And then Hans just like, all right, I'm going to... Hans was just like, oh, yeah, you guys can go to your seats now. Yeah. And then they went to the like, oh, 23 and 24. Four, wow, yeah. really good seats for yeah. knowing somebody so high up. Yeah. Goes. 
They said, I like when they're, uh, it shows them walking down. They look so nervous and yeah, scared. They, like, they look around. They just see Nazi lieutenants yeah, and captains. Yeah, and they see fucking swastikas everywhere. And like, this fucking isn't Kansas. So two, two Jewish people walking down a hall down a theater surrounded by Nazis. Yeah. And they're sitting dead center. Yeah. Oh, shit. And then you get, you, you see them walking to your seats. And then it cuts back to Hans and talking to the, the girl, the actress. And then... He escorts her to to talk to her alone. Oh yeah, so like, can we talk alone? Yeah. They leave. Um, Brad Pitt just looks confused, it. just standing by himself. So he just like he like walks and pivots. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, cool. He just stands there. Everybody goes to start watching the movie. Pitt's left in the um the lobby. Yeah. Uh, Hans does a Cinderella on Diane Kruger. Takes her um the, asks her for her foot on his knee. She just laughs and he goes just like Put points to his knee and <laughs> stares at her. Yeah. She, she puts her foot on his knee. He takes the uh, shoe that shoe he off. found. Yeah, and puts it on. Cinderella's it, and he's like, "Ah, what did the American say? If the, the shoe fits. fits." And then jumps over and starts strangling the shit out of her. No, not yet. And then she oh, puts it laugh. down. Yeah, and they laugh. And then she's like, "Huh?" And then she's like, "What are you? What are you gonna?" She's like, "What are you gonna do?" And then he's oh, like, "Oh, now what?" That's yeah, now what? what? And then he's just like, "Boom!" Like up. lunges at her. He goes, he just smiled and did death yeah. face. Yeah, and then just. Lunges and strangles her to death. Yeah. Um, and then he picks up the phone, tells... Uh, the men to arrest Brad, which is like... The men in the white... White tux. Tux, yeah. Dinner yeah. jacket. Yeah. And then you just see Brad Pitt sipping on a glass of drink. Yeah. And he gets and he gets, by five guys. He's getting grabbed. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all fuck off. Get off me, you fucking terrorist. Or Nazis. <laughs> terrorist. You fucking Nazis. Get off me. Um, they beg him. They take him. Uh, they pretty much detain him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put a bag over his head. They take him to a uh, a secluded a secluded area. Waltz is. What does Waltz say? I can't remember what he says. He's like, oh, I always wanted to touch, touch the you. Apache. Yeah. And he touches him. Pokes him. Like, you flinched. <laughs> and then dude, Brad's just like fucking, bam, headbutts him, and then he's like. Oh. <laughs> Alright, take him away. I love that. Touches him. Ha, you flinch. Yeah. Then headbutt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. And then he gets driven with uh, another one of his, um, part of his platoon, which I don't think we've ever seen before. Um, he's, he's in the earlier scenes, but like the, um. Yeah, we haven't seen him for a while then. Uh, last time we saw him was the Eli Roth baseball bat scene. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then yeah, they get driven to a office. Yeah, um, they're sitting uh, next to each other. Pitt and other bastard guy—I can't remember his name—are sitting across from uh, Waltz. Waltz has a phone in front of him, and he makes a deal with them, saying that uh, if he he can call, they can leave the theater right there and then, and at least as long as one of the uh, commanding officers or Hitler escapes, the war continues. If he doesn't, the war ends and they all die. And so they decide to make a deal. I like my favorite part is that is he points, <laughs> he points at the um, the radio guy. He's like, "There's a guy over there with the radio, with an expert guy who can control the radio." Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, he says his name, but he's just said it like, eh. Well, like he says his name, he doesn't even say his name. He just says, "I don't know." Yeah. He's about to say his name, and he just was like, and then, I don't know. <laughs> or I don't care, or something like that. Well, like, you see that this guy doesn't care about anything. This guy just cares about himself. Because he, he was just like, he was just doing I don't a job. care about the war anymore. Well, he never did. Yeah. He was just doing a job. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, like, yeah. he's like, he's not... He's not in it... Technically, he's not even a bad guy. He doesn't hate anyone. He's he's a neutral... He's a neutral force of evil. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to say neutral and evil, but yeah. he's this horrible human doing horrible things because it pays just the bills. So happened, like if, if he was born in america and america knew of his abilities he'd be doing the exact same thing for america yeah that's the idea he'd be in brad so Pitt's he's not shoes yeah he's not like on a side yeah he's he's just doing something because he's told to do it and it's yeah a thing that it satisfies getting, that that niche for him yeah he's getting paid and everything so he's like, i like how um they explain that uh he's a war hero mm-hmm. and he's like i want to be when he's talking on the phone i want to be a war hero I want to be this. I want to get medals. You know what? The whole platoon gets, gets medals. medals. <laughs> Everybody gets medals. Brad Pitt is like, I don't, I don't fucking care. He's, a, he's not there. He's yeah. for the scalps. Yeah. <laughs> he wants all he wants. Yeah, I just want the scalps. He hands it the uh, the radio over the pit. Pit talks to him. He's like, okay, cool, cool. 
they get they find out rendezvous that, here that they're actually going to make Walt a prisoner. Yeah, not do anything that he asks. So double cross him. No, they didn't. They they let him have whatever he wanted. Did they? Yeah, the end? I can't remember. Yeah, they just decided to shoot his guy then. Oh yeah, that's yeah. not what he wanted. Yeah. Um. But yeah, then after this, they we cut back after the deal and the immunity and everything. He gets. We get. We cut back to the uh, cine, cineplex, whatever it's called. Yeah. Cinema. Uh, Susanna, um, and the boyfriend, for the projectionists yeah. are doing the last tasks for the uh, for burning down the thing. Yeah. The projectionist blocks off all the doors. He goes behind the um, the projector or the uh, screen. Have you a, see the. You see the giant stack of every single film that uh, they've collected over the last year, I guess. Um, stacked up there uh, he has a cigarette waiting for the time to light him on fire she sets up the reels and then zemos shows up she doesn't want anything to deal with him tells him to go fuck off he hits her something well, he slams, slams the, the door open. slams the door into He's her like, arm no one says no to me yeah and then and then she breaks the tension she's like all right fine close the door he's like for what and then he's, like, he's so like, confused she's like, like you get 50 seconds he's like all right <laughs> And he, he goes and locks the door. She, she shoots, shoots him. him. Like three times in the back. Uh, the moment she looks at the projector, sees a moment of him on the screen, and feels slight remorse. Yeah. Walks over. Turns him over. Turns him over. Gun motherfucker. <laughs> shoots her. Shoots her like, dead. three times in the chest. And then when, as soon as he, when she falls onto the ground, he lays a couple more bullets in her. Yeah. Uh, they both die in the projection booth. Uh, the two guys. Yeah, yeah. Two guys, they get up. <laughs> the freaking goofy ass guys. Fucking one of them goes and goes like, "Oh shit, it's Hitler." He's like smiling. He's like, "Yeah." Goes back to his seat. He's like, Psst, "Hey." Everybody looks yeah, over. Everyone like, looks over except him. Except yeah. the one dude. The except the one guy. dude. He's like, "Hey, get over it." And the the guy's like, "What? What do you want?" He's like, "Come." And then and then he just walks past all the like all the German military. Trips and falls on yeah, them. <laughs> on all the like lieutenants and like. Com- Colonels and everything. Like, uh, oh, sorry. Um, we'll say mercy, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they both go. They dress up as waiters. Well, they, they're still wearing the uh, the assistant thing. So what they do is that they get like a towel. Yeah. They get a gun. This like handgun. They, so if they punch, it, it, with yeah. a punch, it shoots a bullet. Those are amazing. Those are. I wonder if those were an actual thing. I don't think so. But not but back they're then. They're freaking awesome. Like, it's like yeah. you punch a dude and it fires the yeah. same time as you punch. So it makes your punch is way more powerful. Because it's a fucking bullet. <laughs> <laughs> so they equip those. Eli has it underneath his left arm. And he puts a towel over it. He, they, <laughs> like the little guy, goes through a garbage can, finds a glass of yeah. like, a wine glass, a champagne <laughs> like glass in the garbage yeah. can. They fill it with water. Yeah. He walks up and he's like, <laughs> champagne? champagne, punches a dude in the head, and then. The little guy the has little to guy, run fucking, 24 feet, he yeah. runs, and then he just jumps but, just but bef- before the guy can shoot him and hits him in the back. But before this, he was like, you think you can like run 24 feet in like three seconds? He's like, yeah, I can. <laughs> runs and does like literally like a, a fucking running, punch. yeah, yeah, running, <laughs> running underhook and fucking shoots him and then, yeah. Before they break into uh, shoot up um, uh, Hitler, the projector switches over to um, Susanna. Talking about uh, how they're just going to burn the place down. And then that's when the projectionist lights the place on fire. As soon as that happens, they burst through the... Uh, Eli and the little guy burst through the door and start just laying bullets into everybody. Mm-hmm. Shooting Hitler. <laughs> I like how Eli Roth, with a machine gun, kills Hitler <laughs> in a movie theater. Yeah, he pretty much <laughs> just sprayed the room. And then uh, while the place is burning... And he continually... Shot at Hitler. He's like, Hitler's it, dead. It, it, it does a quick cut. Yeah. Um. After, like, so, like, they shoot, as people are trying to run and get f- free from the fire, they're shooting them all in the back in that. Yeah, and then he has a flashback of himself shooting Hitler. Yeah, it, it cuts back, well, it cuts back to him. He stops, looks down, starts shooting Hitler, <laughs> Hitler in the more, face, yeah. and goes back up and starts shooting people again. Yeah. <laughs> and then their bombs go off. Their bombs go off, yeah. You see um, Susanna just have her last laugh. Yeah. In the, on the screen, saying that, oh, you guys were burned now. This is the attack of the Jews or something. So, yeah. Yeah. Then the bombs go off, wipe out the rest of the theater. Killing everyone. Killed the two guys, too. Yep, because they're strapped to the legs. Their yeah. ankles. Yeah. So those guys, like, 
We're gonna die. That was a seal side mission. Yeah, the idea was that um, uh, Fastbender, um, B.J. Blazkowicz and the translator were going to uh, do a suicide mission to wipe out the rest of the people because oh. they were supposed to have the bomb strapped to the ankles. Oh, so they died. They were supposed to die anyway. Yeah. So they all knew the outcome that they were going to die. So I guess. Because because Eli Roth and that knew that they were going to die anyways, they might as well take as many people as they could yeah. on their own. So make it make it instead of just sitting around watching a shitty movie, yeah. just kill everybody. My favorite part too uh, was when the uh, Hitler leans over to the director and he's like, "This is your best film yet," and, and the, he starts crying. Yeah, he's like, oh my god, I'm being praised by the Lord. <laughs> I'm being praised by Jesus Himself. Yeah, Hitler. pretty much. Uh, my next thing, like my note, like I have one more note, is that um, Brad Pitt and Christoph Waltz switch uh, positions pretty much. Like they unhandcuff um, Pitt and the other guy, and they're handcuffing handcuffing Waltz and his uh, his second command dude that he has with him. Yeah, and then um, they kill uh, the second command, and Waltz is like, "Wait, that's not the deal. That's not the deal." Blah blah blah. And then Pitts, <laughs> Pitts goes, um, what, what's the worst going to happen? I've been chewed out before. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I can deal with being chewed yeah. out. <laughs> I get yelled at all the time. Yeah. Um, and then they carve a swastika on his forehead. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said earlier, it's, it's just hilarious. He's like, <laughs> looking, look where we are now. And then like, he's just like, well, the war's ended and, um. Um, yeah, what he, and then he does the whole spiel about he what he normally does, like, what happens when you get on your island and stuff? He's like, you're going to take off your coat? He's like, probably. He's, he didn't say, say anything. He's like, I thought so. So, this will, like, I hate I hate Nazis that don't wear their coats so everyone would know what they were. And then, like, before he carves, he's like, should I carve it? He's like, the dude's, like, just scaping that guy's head still. He's like, yeah, I'd do it. <laughs> Cuts back to him. All right. We're doing it. And then, like, this is your best work yet. And then, bam. Yeah. Finish. I like, I like when they when you they first show him doing it in that flashback scene where they introduce the glorious bastards. The bastards. Uh, he's carving it in. And then uh, Eli Roth's like, you're getting pretty good at that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my just God. Just nonchalant conversations. Yeah. You know, I, I find that nonchalant conversation is the best when you're doing something stupid. Dude. Yeah, when this over-the-top, yeah. kind of self-aware movie yeah. that is not, like, it's based off of true, it's based off true events, but completely fictional. <laughs> That's why you're third best, Will. Yep, third That's best. That's why you're third best. Because <laughs> you don't know shit. <laughs> Alright, what uh, did you think of the movie? I, uh... I, I think it's Tarantino's best film of all time. Yeah. Um, if I were to give it a review, I'd give it three bear juice out of four Nazis. Nazis? <laughs> Nazis. I'd give it a hundred scalp heads. <laughs> <laughs> out of like four with the hand gesture. Mazzaro. Mazzaro. <laughs> oh man, uh, that was great. <laughs> uh, so next week, <laughs> we're gonna continue the war movie. We're gonna finish, actually, the uh, oh, the the war movie month or remembrance, remembrance month with uh, Stanley Kubrick's Vietnam War movie, Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket. Which I believe also is a dark comedy. That love you long time. Love you long time. Yeah. You'll know when we get there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's wrap. Oh wait, 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 we got to do their shilling. We didn't do the shilling oh, yeah, last that's one. Yeah. So, if you're listening to this on uh, iTunes, please comment, rate, comment, comment, subscribe, and subscribe. Click like. If you are uh, on uh, YouTube and giving us a, a listen a on star. YouTube, hit a, hit a like, thumbs up, share, subscribe. That'd be great. If you uh, if this is your first episode and you made it all the way through to the end, thank you for making it to the end. You. you can listen to some of our older episodes, such as uh, our first month, our inaugural month, where we reviewed Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. You can hear me butcher the names and get them all wrong. Our Lord of the Rings review, 
Where I get it confused with Witcher 3? You can hear me saying stuff that I don't remember saying. <laughs> I don't remember half the stuff we said last week. No. I stayed. Uh, if this is your first episode, go back, listen to the other two episodes of the month, or uh, Save Private Ryan, in our platoon review. Or if you like this, keep watching. Yeah, keep over listening to it. And over and over again. Yeah. Just to hear me say Nazis. Nazis. Well, that's a cut. should have kept saying nazis oh, this entire day. how many nazis were there nazis nazis all right, all right. nazis